You're listening to the Air Quality Insider. Here, we'll keep you informed on the latest changes in the world of air quality regulations and technology. The Air Quality Insider is produced by All4 LLC. All4 is a nationally recognized environmental consulting company that shapes environmental responsibility and creates distinction for our clients, our employees, and our partners. Today's episode is titled Project Emissions Accounting Under New Source Review Permitting. It was written by John Slade and published on October 23, 2018. In March of this year, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency issued a new interpretive policy memorandum concerning how emissions increases are to be determined in Step 1 of New Source Review or NSR permitting. The NSR regulations include the Prevention of Significant Deterioration Regulations, or PSD, for areas in attainment with the National Ambient Air Quality Standards, or NACs, and the Non-Attainment New Source Review, or NNSR, regulations for areas that are classified as non-attainment with one or more of the NACs. If you recall, the applicability of NSR major modification provisions for changes at existing major stationary sources are triggered when the emissions associated with a given project reflect both a significant emissions increase and a significant net emissions increase. There is currently a two-step process to determine applicability. Step 1 considers the emissions increases associated with a given project, and Step 2 considers site-wide contemporaneous emissions increases and decreases, provided the emissions increase determined during Step 1 is significant. The new interpretive policy memorandum issued by US EPA is focused on one important issue. How project emissions increases are accounted for during Step 1 when considering only emissions associated with a proposed project. NSR applicability can be a contentious subject and beyond the scope of this article, as are the nuances of the federal and state-specific PSD and NNSR programs in general. Instead, the focus of this article is on the important change that US EPA presents in their new policy. That is, the ability to account for and use emissions decreases in Step 1 of the NSR applicability test. This policy change is very critical when determining whether there is a Step 1 significant emissions increase for a project that would trigger the consequences of major NNSR requirements for example, lowest achievable emissions rate, control technology, and emissions offsets, or PSD requirements, for example, best available control technology and air quality modeling. When US EPA originally proposed the NSR reform rules in 2002, the discussion of project emissions increases included both emissions increases and decreases from a given project. For example, if a facility was replacing a boiler, they could count the potential to emit emissions increases from a new, more efficient boiler and subtract the actual emissions decreases from the old, higher-emitting boiler being replaced. 
However, when US EPA adopted revisions to the NSR rule in 2006, they decided that project emissions decreases could not be accounted for until step two. This was a very important distinction. This 2006 revision was based on US EPA's legal interpretation that the phrase sum of the difference does not appear in clause J of a certain section of 40 CFR part 5221 of the NSR permitting rules. This omission and the fact that clause J speaks of the sum of the emissions increases led US EPA to assert in 2006 that emissions decreases in a project could not be accounted for during step one emissions accounting. While this was a US EPA legal interpretation, this did not really make sense to many from a practical point of view based on the intent of the 2002 NSR revisions when determining the actual emissions increases from a project. Think back to the example of the replacement of an older, high-emitting boiler with a new, more efficient boiler. Not allowing for the accounting of emissions decreases associated with a project in Step 1 greatly increases the likelihood that NSR permitting will be triggered when considering facility-wide contemporaneous emissions changes during Step 2. It's well documented that the 2006 interpretation by US EPA led to many projects involving the installation of cleaner emitting sources being canceled, primarily due to the costly delays that would result if NSR permitting requirements were triggered. This particular aspect of NSR permitting has been one of the most significant complaints about the NSR permitting applicability analysis because many environmentally beneficial projects involving the replacement of older, more polluting equipment with new, more efficient, and less polluting equipment were not pursued. Similarly, facilities contemplating projects intended to displace higher polluting fuels with cleaner burning fuels, for example natural gas, were also discouraged due to NSR concerns. Overall, the 2006 interpretation of the Step 1 NSR applicability test by regulatory agencies has stymied projects that would have resulted in process efficiency gains and emissions decreases, which are actually good for the environment and good for the economy as well. As part of the strategy to reduce the regulatory burden on U.S. industry, the U.S. EPA decided to take a hard look at the NSR regulations and ultimately review the agency's previous 2006 decision that disallowed the project emissions decreases in Step 1, and has now determined that there is a legal basis for allowing project emissions decreases to be accounted for in Step 1. While this decision immediately affects state and local agencies that adopt the federal NSR regulations for PSD permitting directly within the regulations, many state and local agencies implement their own version of these regulations. For most agencies, the NNSR permitting regulations represent state-specific requirements. State and local agencies are allowed by federal rule to be more stringent than the federal rules, but not less.
Therefore, the NSR permitting assessment conversion to accounting for Step 1 emissions decreases may take some time for regulatory development and adoption at the state and local level. Additionally, the agencies may not want to adopt all of the U.S. EPA rules for accounting for project emissions decreases. Also note that the currently proposed Affordable Clean Energy Rule, or ACE Rule, includes a proposed new twist or two for electric generating units related to NSR applicability, which we will discuss another day. If you are considering embarking on a project that may trigger NSR permitting, it would be prudent to do an upfront permitting strategy review to see whether or not you can take advantage of this new project emissions accounting methodology in your area. All four will continue to keep you updated as US EPA's reform activity continues. That was Project Emissions Accounting Under New Source Review Permitting. It was written by John Slade and published on October 23, 2018, and narrated by Ben Chance. Additional articles, like the one that you just heard, can be found on our website, www.all4inc.com. You can also interact with us on Twitter, at All4Inc. Be sure to tell us what you think about our podcast using the hashtag AirQualityInsider. And feel free to ask us questions about all things air quality for us to answer in a future episode. 